Hello, Roy. I'm Jack Dyson from Houston, Texas. I was a uh, tail gunner and a waste gunner in World War II on the B-24s in the 445th Bomb Group. I trained as a gunner in Harlingen, Texas. I was put with the crew and sent overseas in September 1944. We landed in, I arrived in Stone, England. Uh, around the, I didn't keep a diary of dates or anything, so I, I may be off a day or two, but I arrived in Stone, England, uh, the about the 5th or 6th of October, 1st of October, something like that. I'd gone over on the biggest ship at that time, the Queen Elizabeth. Uh, we were lucky. We didn't have to go with, have anybody watching us to keep the, keep the subs off, because uh, the Queen Elizabeth could outrun any sub. Yeah. And so we had a good trip over. We were only 36. That big ship, only 36 uh, non-com uh, 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 from the Air Force on that ship. And the interesting thing was, is all they had anti-aircraft, army uh, soldiers, and tank in the tank battalion and everything. But this 36 of us, so we they, we had nice quarters like the officers, uh, bird's eye maple, maple walls, and everything. And those guys, the guys there, boy, they just couldn't stand us because they had to give up their bed every 12 hours somebody else out on the deck. But anyway, we made him had a good trip over there. Then we got got to Tiverton, uh, I think about the 8th of October, I'm not sure, something like that. And, uh, Do you remember course, your first impressions of Tiverton then, when you, when you got there? Your first impressions of the place when you got there? I, well, you know, when I got Stone, I didn't, I was amazed, that little town, little place there at Stone. And we walked into town, walked in, seeing it was interesting. I was interested to see pubs. Like we don't, now they have more pubs in some of the places than we have in the States. More, but, and I, the, of course, the scenery in England and all of Europe, I think there's beautiful scenery there. That's the first time I'd seen where they have a lot of fences made out of uh, rock, fences made out of hedge. We have barbed wire here in the States, and I've been on the farm part of my life, so it was, that, was, that was beautiful. And we got into uh, Tiverton and got assigned to a crew. We started working out there with their plane and practicing the formation flying over England. And we, I believe we made our first flight in December 1944. And, uh, and we, we were replacements for the, who we had that uh, fatal flight in uh, September 27th. 1924, we lost 29 of 34 planes, went down over Germany, and I think two of the planes got arrived back, shot up, back, back to Tiverton, and three planes landed, had landed, other air bases couldn't get back to. And then, uh, and another thing interesting, you know, of course, then we, there was a lot of people, and there's, there's a, we had a high loss factor in the Air Force, in the, in people flight personnel there and uh, and we were aware of that and actually I didn't plan to come back to states I thought I was, yeah, I was going to go down it's uh, it was because uh, we were aware that the high loss and of course by that time we didn't have a problem with the fighters the FW-190s and ME-109 must mess with them because we had good fighter protection the P-51s had come in over there and you had the Spitfire which was a fantastic plane and so we had good protection that we didn't have for, but the anti-aircraft might have gotten a little worse, a little more dangerous. And we, that's where we lost most of our planes after I was over there, was the anti-aircraft. 
and I was a tail gunner, so that was a funny feeling you set in that tail, and you see those black puffs coming up, coming closer and closer and closer. You want that next move right on you and give you a ride, you know? Mm. And, and uh, but, uh, so it made you think, and I was, uh, uh, had a good crew, very happy with it, yeah, but I was, I had, I was sick all the time. I didn't bother me, I planned to ride, I planned to go rest my term sick. But the doctor, they finally took me off the crew after about seven flights. I got, and then, I, then I was made an instructor. But it was interesting. I, I know one time when I, I think it was on, every day we left, they had, we had a Catholic chaplain over there. And he'd come out the end of the runway. And every day we'd take off, he was there, he'd come in and wave at us. And I said, boy, that, that good Lord's taking care of us today, you know. So on my fifth flight, no, fifth, on my third flight, we took off out there that night. It's early morning and just about sun up, and that chaplain wasn't there. And I says, "Oh my goodness, good Lord, they're gonna. I'm not gonna live. This is gonna be the one because that chaplain's not out there." And I believe that that would help carry me over through that. But so, so I checked my lady here, good Catholic here in Wyoming, to give me a Saint Christopher's medal. I reached down to make sure I had that in my shoe. <laughs> but uh, we had. It was. It was interesting. Uh, it was. Climate was different than what was used to. Yeah. We had a we had a pretty cold, lot, quite a bit of snow that year, and, uh, and then after I uh, uh, I flew my mission there, and I believe I was on maybe my seventh uh, mission when they finally took me off. It was a heartbreaker. I just made it because we'd lived with those that crew, you know, and gone through it, and it just was really a heartbreaker. When we was on my our we made the, that third trip, a uh, uh, third uh, flight uh, we made. It was. Uh, they made us a B lead on the right, and then uh, so they took my best friend, a nose gunner, and took him out and had taken our bombardier away from us when we first got over there, and uh, and he was a toggle ear, the, the nose gunner was. But when they made B lead, they took him off and put a bombardier on with us, and he put him on another uh, crew, and. Less than a month after going to the crew, they went down. We weren't flying that mission. He went. They went down. They were all lost. And that was my best friend over there. He was, he was lost. And less than a month after he got off the crew, and uh, but the rest of us stayed together in good shape. And uh, the, everyone they uh, they made, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, about we didn't get when the war was over before they got all their missions in. It seemed like they had 24, 25. But it was it was interesting in in. In Great Britain, it was wonderful. I first when I first got there, I went to London on my leave. I got a medicine. Went up to Blackpool, met a great English family. So after that, I'd planned that I would have time off. I'd go down to London, and over there we had this nation hut with coal, coal had coal burning fires in our in our barracks. Well, you know, you go in there, and we had a a shower on the outside with windows in it. No, no, no. No cover for the winter. You plant no winters. It's cold over there, and sometimes we didn't have hot water for showers. We take a shower, and boy, and he had that cold. I got that stuff, Marshall. So every chance I'd go down to London to get me a, a get a spa, get give me a bath, and, and uh, give me a workout and everything, and then boy, I'd go to Blackpool. But I really enjoyed him, and, and they they were delightful to us over there. We had a lot we had a lot of fun with the family me, uh... in Blackpool named Robertson. You said yes. to me you had some good nights out in Norwich as well. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, we did. I'm in fact, one time I had a date there, and you're you're restricted to base. And so one night I had dated, so 
I'd went out and crawled through the fence on the road and got me a, got on buses passed by there quite a bit, got me a bus in and had my date and I come back and they got back in time then to call us about 3.34 in the morning. It's been, no one knew about it, but I got to see my little lady friend that night. But, yeah, we did crazy things though, what you wouldn't do. We, we were a bunch of young little crazy kids. They, y'all put, the British put up with us and we did some wild things too. Yeah, we, were, we were a bunch of characters over there. And I know this, uh, I've played this little blonde a few times, and she, uh, uh, I'd have a, a beer, have beer, mild beer or whatever, and she drank that orange, orange drink that the British have over there. I'd never had before until I got to be over there and tasted it, but she drank an orange drink. But it was, it was interesting. I was in the, that was the same, uh, 445th is one, you know, Jimmy Stewart came over yeah. with her. They came over, went through South America and come over to Africa, and they came back up, I believe, they had their first flight over Germany in December 43. I know 93rd was over there, the division was over in 42, but they was over in, I believe, 43. And then Jimmy Stewart, when I got there, he uh, he'd already gone to his division, gone to the division over as an operation officer, I believe. But he'd come back, he'd always go into our sergeant club, and he, everybody looked forward to If they find his name, he'd run to the sergeant club, he'd always come over and visit everybody at the sergeant club. He was a great guy, highly respected. I had one guy there that he'd been overflowing uh, 24s in the, in the Pacific. He came back to the States and decided he wanted to, uh, decided he wanted to go back over, and, and so he wouldn't go to England. He came over on the crew with Captain Linderman's crew, and he was a character. Went on Wednesday, was on the uh, ship going over between Elizabeth. They, the English had breakfast, they had lamb stew. I can't eat lamb stew. I can't, just can't do it. Just can't do it And that little smart truck, he went down in the hole of that ship, got that cook, and he said, Jack, if you get up at 8 at 1.30 in the morning, we did these things, he says, I, I, I get you a breakfast. Shoot, I went down, that morning I got up and I went down and went down way down in that ship. And uh, I had eggs and they had bacon. I didn't know they had bacon on the ship. I, I ate fine the rest of the time. And when, he, when we got on that ship that time, he had bought a bunch of booze on Elizabeth, and he made his room into a bar, and he watered that stuff down, put water in it. He sold it for three dollars a shot, about half water. Had him lined up the table, and then when we was over for flying, we had money. Before they finished their flight, I think, uh, he before they finished their flights, he decided he, he was tired, wanted to, he was tired enough, wanted to go home, so he started acting like he going had an action for a section eight. He went around with his hat, not, not his on his head, his hand with a goose egg in it. Carried everywhere, everywhere, trying to show it he wasn't mentally able to be in cable. And he was an interesting guy. So you yeah. had a bunch of us really, some crazy people over there too, you know. And I'll tell you one thing that was interesting. We had, you know, when our president was died here, and uh, we, uh, I was already instructor out, uh, gunner instructor at the plane, and I was going out that morning to take the guys out to shoot skeet. Went by and some guys there, about six or eight of them, uh, English there, digging a hole down pretty deep. Oh, it's muddy, it's muddy all time and everything. And so one of the guys says, well, it's a bloody shame you, bloody shame you lost your president. I said, yeah, yeah. And one of the guys says, yeah, but it could be worse. It could have been Monty, because y'all, y'all have money. And I was there with Sonny Zimmerman, this guy was a fighter, see? and he, he grabbed him and by, by two hands and threw him head first in the, into the mud. <laughs> but, because, uh, you know, we, we, were, we were sorry about it, we were really concerned about it. And, yeah. 
That old boy shouldn't have said that to the Sunday sermon. <laughs> he got his head fucked. But we did things like that. We went in and oh, I, I went into Piccadilly and I sat there and going in. Young men, I see girl in, in a movie. I'd go and sit by and talk to see if one if they talk to her, you know. Yeah, what, what did it feel like being an American in England? Being, cause yeah. you, you know, it must well, be, you were the movie stars, really, yeah. to the English. We, uh, for well, instance, I tell to you girls what, in England, you must English have been. Old, I never had any problem with English. One man, I, I was yeah. kind of a little pop off. One time a man thought I'd flirt with his wife and he looked like he was upset, but they, that was, no, they were great. They yeah. were great. Yeah. Yeah, and especially in Norwich, they were excellent. They were, they were just excellent. Sure were. And I've uh, had that. Oh, another another one that I remember. There was one man that, you know, that, uh, the, that in September 27th, they cleaned out. We went into a barracks that cleaned out all but one man, Jack Neighbors, the only gunner left in there. And so when I went on my first mission, he's on, I was on the top deck and he's on the bottom deck. He's shining his shoes. He's, and here from Massachusetts. And so I made some remarks, you know, I, I said, I want to talk about that mission, but I was scared. I told him, I said, well, I don't know how it's going to happen, but I just feel I'm concerned. I just hope I make it, hope and pray I can get through this mission, but I don't know what I'm going to do. It's, it's and he said, I said, I just got a feeling I may not make it. And I said that, Jack Neighbor said, Jack, you know, the boys on that barracks up there that went down that mission, he said the same thing before he left that morning. <laughs> that didn't make me feel any better. That's so a very reassuring, we, we did those things it? to each other over there all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And we had, uh, I heard right here that they, in, when we got, went off to every morning, before we'd go into the mess hall, they, they said, if we, we'd had, uh, typically, I'd have egg, fresh egg, otherwise powdered eggs all the time. But I'd, I'd have a fresh egg, I'd have toast, coffee, like, it's not like you're going to the last right, you know, every time they said this, I thought, like, you, you know, that was it. And they said, yes, you're goodbye to breakfast, like you're going, like someone here was going to, going to kill them in penitentiary. They give them a good meal. Yeah. They give us a good meal before we ever went on that, went on a trip this morning. So and we'd go in and we'd check on that early, and then we'd go in and get a, go to a briefing, and go out of your briefing, go in there and go get your guns, and, and uh, check them, make sure they're cleaned and everything. And, uh, so when you were going up, when you were going up on your first mission, and yes. you thought, this is it. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. What, what, what else was going through your head? If you thought this, was there at any moment when you went, I'm yeah. okay, this yeah. is going to be all right? Well, or? I was, but you know, some of the most beautiful things I've seen in my life when we'd get up above the, uh, thing you have the, the bear, pe bear pistol, you know, Kenny, uh, the, uh, the, the red, red, the green, green, red, green, I think, to get any formations. Mm. Interesting. Beautiful above the rolling clouds. Mm. And one time, one of the most pretty things had the, uh, Flack was coming up through, popping up black, 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 and all of a sudden here come a, come a, uh, uh, one of your uh, uh, buzz bobs, and it looked like a corkscrew. And the sun came up, and here I thought, here we're going over to kill people, and this is the most beautiful sight I ever saw in my life. And, and it was, I'd love to have that picture. Yeah. yeah. And I, another thing, where I'm, I'm very weak, I went, we was in there one day, and we had a, uh, uh, I'd been there about uh, two weeks with practice. I had been on a mission, and they had, uh, 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 oh, I was trying to think the great singer we had here. I could, I, I'm not thinking very good. Sang, sang the song White Christmas oh, on the radio. Been, been and I was in the barracks. Shoot, I just I had to go outside and run behind the barracks. I just cried like a baby out there. 
Bing Crosby sang it. Yes, he, and he learned shit. I would have to mention. So we had had those moments like that over there. We did. Yeah. And, uh, but, and then when we uh, uh, came back, the, my pilot, John Frank, I, I wasn't on the crew anymore, but he got to let me ride back with him. And when we came back from overseas, we stopped in Iceland, spent the night, and that was interesting. And you only have a, about, at that time in the first of June, the night's only about 30 minutes that you don't yeah. see the sun. It's light, so, and it, that was interesting. Then went on from there to Greenland, and spent a night there. That's where I got my first whole milk. Seth went over and got me a, a quart bottle of milk. I just died from milk like we have here, you know. And uh, so I had that in Greenland. Then went over there and landed in Connecticut. Now, like a lot of other people, when they hit the ground, I jumped down to kiss the ground. And that, that was kind of finished my five of my trips overseas. Did you feel like a hero when you came back to I didn't feel No, I didn't feel, thank you, I'm, thank you, I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> and what, what was the first thing you did when you got back then? Uh, well, I was in Connecticut. And I, the first thing I did, I called my father. He was in Houston. Told him I was back, and he was, uh, uh, and I told him that I didn't know, but I was heading home, supposed to get 30 days leave, which I got. And he said, well, we're ready for it. We'll try to make things interesting for you when you get here. That's the first thing I did. And what happened when you got back to Texas then? When you got back to Houston? Was there a party, or? There a what? When you got back home to Houston, was there a party, or? How did you, how did you celebrate coming home with your family? We, we didn't, I'll tell you how I celebrated. My dad went over, he was, going, he was dating a lady, he, my mother was dead. I mean, he was dating a lady that had a restaurant, three yeah. sisters cafe, and she made me a big steak about that, about, <laughs> about eight, ten inches in diameter. <laughs> and that, 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 and we were big uh, gravy. And that's, that's the first thing I did, I got me a steak and gravy when I came back. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. And then, of course, after he got off there, we was uh, placed up in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, and they were out of about 15, 20,000, they had 65,000 soldiers coming here from overseas. <laughs> Poor people that putting up, the, we drove them nuts up there. And we had there, if they were just, uh, there was only one time that, that uh, when I was up where a fighter plane got in close to us, and, the, and, the, and I was on the other side of the plane at the time on the waste gunner, and they shot him down. And we had this guy, he's a high, big talking gunner. And when we landed, I bet he was hit by a thousand here because they just hurt him. He went down, and he ran over to the debriefing hall, and he took credit for the shot, and he got credit for it. <laughs> I don't know what he did. God, I doubt it. He may have been one of a many that hit that day. That his FW-190, I think, what they got down that day. But there wasn't anything too exciting over there other than a normal life. And thinking, I did a lot. Over there, the only thing I hate, didn't like about the service, was time lost. So I did a lot of reading. I went and got to your libraries and got books, uh, most fictions, fiction. But I guess I'm not, I read books a lot while I was 